something else to say. Good morning, yeah, yeah, Eddie. Yeah, you sound oh, like you boy. had something to say. Oh, gosh, this I, is hard. Hold on. Do I stop and start again or we just keep going? No, this is who we are. This isn't even an <laughs> opportunity to be who we wish we were. This is. There are days where we're both going to start talking yeah. at the same time that we've noticed in the last 30-some-odd shows we've done of this. Two, two leaders, two hosts. Mm-hmm. Put into a pit. Who will come Without out a producer live with us who points right. like Gilman right. and says, Ryan Seacrest, you talk. Yeah. Kelly Ripa, you talk. No. I'm Kelly in this scenario, right? Yeah, for sure. But but Kelly, original Kelly, you're still Regis. You're like still the founding person. Original Kelly. Yeah, oh, Kelly I when it was not saying. a big deal. I see what you're saying. Oh my gosh, you're really Not funny. Kelly now. You're, uh, we're, we have a Kelly and Regis dynamic where you are the, like the godmother of it all. Ah, mm, Doing right. a lot of things. You're hosting Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. You got the yeah, whole thing yeah, happening. Yeah. yeah. And I'm Kelly. Sure. And I don't I'm have a backup Kelly. for why. <laughs> Just I, I want to be Kelly and I don't want to be, I don't want to be locked out of it. So okay. good morning. Good morning. Uh, we haven't heard from the girls in a while. We have not. <laughs> They're just not interested currently. It's both. Well, here's the thing. It's, oh, boy. They think they're coming on tomorrow because I have no pressure. I just, I always ask only because I want to make sure technically, like, I can make it so that they're they're on, so that I've got all the little things ready if they decide to come in. I said, and so this morning over breakfast, you all thinking about coming in this morning? No. Maybe tomorrow. Mm. All right. So fine. Maybe they I have like they- a Friday special. I think they like a Friday thing. They like a pattern. So last Friday they were on, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because we got a bunch of bingo boards. So maybe they're Friday people. Maybe they're Friday people. But also saying that, they talk about it quite a bit. It's not like they don't like it. And I'm it's it's like, it's it's almost like they understand the pacing of good content. They're like, too much of us? (laughs) No, thanks. We they have inherent. It's like podcasters' children. Like, yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. Okay. We give it to you when you want it. Nah, you're not going to really appreciate it as much as if I just show up yeah, on Friday. Show up on Fridays, not even Don't, guaranteed. It's not even a segment. Who, yeah, we can't. We can promise nothing. Although right. I will tell you this: I have gone to extraordinarily ridiculous nerd lengths. I'm trying to set it up so they each have like their own microphone and their own headphones, so they can hey. just come in whenever they want. Wow. So it's not like a whole thing where I'm like moving the microphone around. Are you starting a show with your children? No, definitely not. I just think, (laughs) I don't know. I just get into these nerdy obsession things. And then I step back and go, why? Everything's been working. Why are you trying to break it? And I don't know. I can't. I just have to get to the end of the puzzle. Enough about me. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) How am I? Uh, I'm great. Eddie, I had a great night's sleep and I think I've figured out two things. One, I, well, three things. My apologies. My apologies. I accept your apologies. Thank you. One, I had gotten out of the habit of putting my phones, my phones, I'd gotten out of the habit of putting my phone on the other side of the room. Oh yeah. You said you leave it in the bathroom, right? Right. And I had gotten out of the habit of having it in over there and I've gotten in the habit of having it beside me and that is not a long-term good health habit for me. Yes. And so I returned the phone from whence it shall sleep to last night. Oh, I like when you speak sleep fancy. in the bathroom where I can't mess with it. And then I started reading Jessica Simpson's book. It oh, is. Oh, that's 
got to be a that is it's great. The, the oh, writing is. is actually really good. She had help writing it, which I am such a fan of celebrities who have a story to tell who right. get help from a professional writer because the professional writer can't make up the stories. Yes. They can only help you weave it. I mean, I have a coach for my novel. It is normal to have people and and editors for all my books. It's normal to have people help you with books. Oh, yes. And so and so her plus her writer have done just a really lovely job of writing a book that she's like, hey, I'm smarter than you think I am. And I've been yeah. through more than you think I've been through. So let's talk about it. And you're like, my gosh. Yeah. Jessica Simpson. And, and isn't it fun just to read a book like that where it's like, this is just candy. Yeah. This is just uh, the. It's probably not just candy. Isn't it? Oh, no. no. Is it, is it it's deep? It's not a is Garfield it? comic book. Oh. Well, I mean, this bad. isn't like just. Uh, I, I think you would if you if you ever read it, you would it is significantly more deep and important than oh. you would expect a celebrity book to be. She's well, yeah, mark- I mean, because there's a lot of faith talk about it and how her faith has made influenced her to make decisions she would have made differently looking back because of how she was raised and abuse and alcoholism. And I mean, it is it is it is not just tell all e. It oh, is good. like. Hey, I grew up in evangelical Christendom and I became a famous person and you watched it, but here's what you didn't know. Oh. But not in like she... a zing, zing, zing. More in like a um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh you didn't you couldn't have known this was going on in the background, but it was. And you're like, my gosh, Jessica Simpson. Did they talk about the mark does she talk about how she was marketed at all? Because clearly I was just still a recipient of that marketing, assuming that it was like just a silly like behind the scenes look at shooting a tv show like just yes. j- junk like that does she talk at all about b- because she really came off as t- dumb like terribly yeah. yeah inept but clearly she's not no how did, I, I always wonder how that happens how does she, it get- they she talks about that I, i'm only 100 pages in i only read the first 100 pages last night she talks about it but she mm-hmm. but i bet she talks about it more she's only mentioned it in this is how you've perceived me. And I played into that because I thought that's what men wanted. And I thought oh. that's who I was supposed to be. And I actually am not her at all. Wow. Yeah. Well, so Good for her. Good so for you reading a book and getting some Phone sleep. on the other side of the room, read a book, going to bed, and I fell asleep with my bedside light on. Mm-hmm. And sometimes... <laughs> When I fall asleep with my light on, I sleep better than when the whole room's dark. I know that sounds childish, but I woke up and I was like, huh, I slept great. Well, look at there. The light was on again. Oh, it was on all night? Yeah. I can't believe that. I can imagine going to sleep with a light on, but all night. I never woke up and I never turned it off. When I woke up this morning, I was like, huh, look at there. Well, you, I'm glad But I you fell slept asleep well. like with the, ba- with the book on my bed. Like I fell asleep reading. I didn't like, oh, that was a good chapter. (laughs) I like fell asleep holding Jessica Simpson's words in my paws. That is a great, I love a good night's sleep. I also had a good night's sleep. There's no big reasons for it, but isn't it just the best feeling? Because we're like, the whole day is ahead of us now. Anything just to get that full, however many hours in, that is a nice, nice feeling. I've had a weird, this, (laughs) I've had a weird experience in the evenings of stay home, shelter in place at like, Eight, mm-hmm. like in the eights, I don't want to go to bed. Like I don't want the night night to come because 
I'd rather I'm I'm so enjoying escaping into entertainment that yes. I don't want to go to bed. But I yeah. know I need a good night's sleep. But if I sleep, I don't I don't get entertained. <laughs> this is such a yeah. seven thing to say. If I sleep, I don't get entertained. And when I wake up, I have to start again doing the work stuff and doing the oh. emotional stuff versus just being entertained. Oh, it totally makes sense. I just read an article yesterday, and I won't be able to link it because I don't know where it came from, but they were talking about the drift of everything that happens on this kind of quarantine. People are just staying up till four in the morning because and not right. eating or eating five meals and all of the things that were normal begin to slowly drift because you're like, what's the consequence? What is it? What does it matter? I I don't yeah. have any. We usually we're driven by okay. I have to be dressed up and at a place tomorrow at eight o'clock. So the decisions that I start making at five o'clock p.m. the day before affect that, and it forces the responsibility. But now that it's like oh, it doesn't matter that we we start to drift. And so I totally I fully get that. Just I mean I kind of can't imagine morning. if we wouldn't have done this every morning at seven thirty <laughs> my time. Like I, I how 100%. different would this have been to me? A hundred percent. Because I get up like a normal work day. I mean, I've already showered. I'm like ready. I'm like ready. But what I've just switched when I read my Bible and journal from before us to after us and I shower. I mean, I'm like ready for my day if the day started at 8, 10. They are really dancing outside right now. Are they? And I'm going to tell you, it's raining outside. Wow. Brianne, no raincoat because she's just going to get wet because she likes running out there. Girls are in full raincoats. It's not like drenched raining. But Are it's, you ever it's gonna coming. show us a picture? You never you you never show us anything. I don't show a lot of I I don't I don't do it. <laughs> I know I, you have a I, funny balance of I do what, I have a funny you, balance. Yeah, you have a funny balance I, of a guy who doesn't understand. mind being public and doesn't mind us knowing your daughter's names and voices and seeing their faces sometimes, but you won't show out your window. I know. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't. I know it's a weird thing, and I don't know. It's not like a massive line, but you know, you hit that wall with me all the time. Where you ask, "Can I do this?" and I'm like, "Actually, no," and I don't know why. And you're always and you super... often say, which I'm totally fine with. You often say, "I don't know why," but no. Yeah, I think a lot of it too is because everything that I ask. Hold on, this is less important than what you were saying. No, it's not. I don't want to. I. I've well, I want to make sure to remember where you were just at. But here's the I only even Lucy and Brienne, I, it's only stuff I can ask permission on. So every picture I've ever posted of either of them or any of them, I've said, like, are you OK with this existing? And many times they've said no. And sometimes they're like, yes, I'm proud of that moment. I would love that's fine sure, for you to post. Sure. There's something about the like dancing outside the window that they're doing just to entertain me and try to make me laugh during your show uh. that. That I that does that always is like, well, I didn't ask permission. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah, that yeah. silly? I don't know yes. what it is, but when they come on the show, that's a volitional choice. I have had behind the scenes conversations with Eve and Lucy saying, Do you know that when you talk, many thousands of people hear right. you? <laughs> Pretend you're in front right. of your whole church. That's what you would say. Uh-huh. And and so they've conceptualized that and they know they're not going to talk about. You know, they know they're because they think they're just talking to you. Uh-huh. But then I had to tell them, no, this is to everybody. So they have an idea of that. Right. Man, I don't I'm getting way too into this. There's just something we. I'm going to have to uh, I'm going to have to figure it out because I have a much stronger line than they do. And I don't need to overprotect. I don't need to overdo mm. it. Do oh, you that's know what interesting. I mean? Your line is is 
mm, drawn in a different spot than theirs is. But yeah, you're also even... the parent who recognizes more of the dangers than they do, right? I mean, yes, the answer yeah, is yes, you do. Yeah, yeah, yes. But at the same time, they still have come on a microphone and people know on Twitter and have said, I'm making Eve's Apple stuff. So people right. already know they're, it's a weird, I'm a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't handle any of this really well. I <laughs> Podcasting has always been, I like talking to you. The whole part mm -hmm. of it that people are listening makes me flop sweat and uncomfortable. I just like talking and joking with you in the morning. Sure. Okay. I would be I would be just as happy if this, if this didn't get released. <laughs> right, right. If we're just we like, just hey, look, we did it. Down the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Fantastic. Right. I'll delete the file now. See you tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'll delete like, I've the written, file now. I've sent you writing I've done this year that no one yeah. on the planet will ever see. I've sent thousands. You've thousands sent it to a thousands. couple of us. I'm not the only person who's there's seen it. There's three people. No, there's yeah. three people. Yeah. I've sent it. It will not get released, I don't think, ever. And I am as satisfied with that writing as anything. It, yeah. It, why? I don't know. What is it about writing something and and people never seeing it? Because I do that. I mean, I have, as we've talked well, about, I have journals to be burned. What is it for you about writing that people don't see? And how do you know the line between what people don't see and what they do see? Oof, wow. Good question. Well, I think the line comes from watching people like you. And this sounds like I'm doing a reverse compliment on purpose, but I'm not. Like when I read your book, I think to myself as I'm going through it, in a million years, I could never do that. The level of just complete transparency and honesty in the things you're willing to put out there, or, or, or uh, who's another person that I read? You're one of them. Oh, Hatmaker. Yeah. The stuff she says, mostly in writing in books, is just so intimate. And so the two of you, I feel like, are especially, I'm sure there are many, many others, but in my realm of people that I've read, the two of you say this stuff that's just so helpful for people to know, but also you're just putting yourself out there in a way that I cannot imagine doing. I, uh -huh. and, and so I think it comes, I don't know what the reason is, but I know that I hit the wall all the time where I have things to say, and, but there's something so deeply intimate about writing. Writing is my mm. favorite of all the mediums. If I yeah. had to be on a desert island with one, it would only be writing. It wouldn't be podcasting. And, but the idea of people getting that intimate with my thoughts is yeah overwhelming to me. I don't know how you, how do you do that? Because there's one thing where you're writing and sending it to an editor, sending it to your group of whatever 10 people to read. But there's a moment where you like people can start clicking pre-order that you know they're going to read that thing. And I know you it's gone through checks and balances, but how have you squared that in your soul? And how have you told yourself you're able to do that? Well, remember with traditional publishing, I've got about a year before right. between when I finish the first draft and when everybody reads it. And right. so that helps a lot. So for example, I literally turned in the book that comes out in February of 2021. We are in final edits right now. So we've, the covers just finished. We haven't even announced the title. I mean, like everything is done for the book. It doesn't come out till February of 21. So that gives me a lot of time to mm. be not next, right up next to the stories. Because for me, the difference between like Instagram story and what I write in a book is there's, is, is iceberg, you know, like there's all oh, sorts yeah. of breakups and dating and yeah heartbreak and excitement and all these things that happen 
that don't necessarily go. It's that private life, uh, secret life, uh, personal life, public life thing, right? And so, right. for me yeah. in books, I I can tell more of my the private life things that I have worked through. Whereas, um, yeah. and so I have time. So I, that's yeah. a very long answer to say time helps a lot. The time between when you write it and when people actually read it helps a whole lot. Um, oh, but also yeah. that's what I, I was reading. This is going to sound, we're, we're doing 16 minutes of series. This was going to sound uh, super <laughs> spiritual, but you know, I'm reading the gospels every month. Yeah. And yesterday when I was reading John, there's this place in, I think it's John 18, where Jesus is talking to Pilate and he says, in the CSB version, which is the version I'm reading, I read in April. Yeah. He says, um, I was made for this. Jesus said that. Yeah. I was made for this. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. If we all walked in our lives with like, hey, I can look the guy in the face who's going to kill me and go like, hey, I, I was made for this to suffer. I was made for this. Like, this is mm -hmm. why I'm here. And And so I would say to you, I was made to tell stories that feel uh, too personal to some people, but are not too personal to me, but they're personal. I was made to live my life like this. Mm. So that that's how so, I can do it. That is why the, that is so, that is fascinating. I, it, and it makes sense. And it's clear. It's clear in the writing. It's clear in the whole, it's clear in the whole thing. There's, yeah. it's, there's, there is the secret sauce of why AFD, you know, ink works is not because the branding is so great, even though it is, or because it's all charming or funny, which it all is. It's yeah. because ultimately people read a book and they feel, yeah, this was what she was. She had no other choice but to write this. That's and right. We are, we are lucky to be a recipient of this. <laughs> wow. And on a podcast, right, she had no other choice, but ultimately the quarantine podcast that we're doing comes down to she had she had to chat with her folks like yes. we, we had to we're on a crazy time we can't just be quiet we gotta right. we gotta talk with our people we gotta start a dialogue okay right. eddie eddie come dialogue with me we gotta do a thing let's go that's right that's just it's a it's an outpouring of a thing that is an actual like you were made for this like even i mean thank you i i wonder what if you have similar things like well i actually know you do because of yeah. what you're writing of when you start something new and when i start something new one of my first thoughts is Am I supposed to start recording either written or audio? Am I supposed to start recording this process? Mm. I mean, that is like one of the first things I think, whether it's baking a recipe, couch to 5K, a relationship, uh, something I'm go that's going on spiritually, just about everything I do. The first question when I go, I'm going to try this is, huh, am I supposed to write right now how I feel before it starts? Yeah. I mean, I think that every single time Eddie and I don't know if that's normal in people's heads is that normal in your head oh it is it, yeah. writing especially there's been a couple of parenting marriage and relationships health my own health and stuff with like church and God are things that are on fire in like inside yeah. of me to have a medium by which to write them down at some point and I don't know how it all comes together and I don't know if it's just writing a blog but like I to answer your question Yes, it doesn't yeah. feel like a finished thing until that happens. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Even though I have finished thoughts, it doesn't. It feels like there is a massive amount of just processing that needs to happen. Yeah, I uh, 
for starters, I would say to people, this is not a mistake you made, but I would just say to people, there is no just writing a blog. Sometimes writing a blog is the highest calling. And so oh, there is no uh, just to that. Oh, no. Sorry. I just meant because I was. Yeah, I'm sorry. No. I actually am sorry to people that are listening. Just writing a blog is a massive step. For me, it's it would be. It, I, I meant it more as like the idea of pushing publish on yeah. a blog. I don't even know Got what it. blogging platform <laughs> would would be like. It would seem like a small step to a person. Mm. It would be one giant leap for That's uh, right. me me kind I could have <laughs> for me kind of better. person <laughs> i could have worked for any kind <laughs> yeah i think but i really wanted it to rhyme with man sure mm. oh well uh, win some oh, you well. lose some <laughs> for me you it win was, some you lose some yeah just writing a blog <laughs> meant like it wasn't like hey i'm gonna go out and look for a book contract it's like just tweeting something that's not funny would be a massive step for me. Just sure. writing a blog would be a and committing to writing some real stuff would be a massive step for me. So I I meant it more in the like pejorative against myself. I do none of it and I hold it all in. So wow, this is really getting into it, aren't we? Kelsey? Yeah, no, I think I mean I just so, no, I think it's so good, and I think it. I think everyone, whether they are planning to write a book, so many people want to write books, which I am mm -hmm. here for. I think we should. And and lots of people like to blog or micro blog on their Instagram or on Facebook. And they're just never, there isn't a highest level to me. Mm -hmm. Yes. Of no. like, well, I this is a stepping stone to this is a stepping stone to this. I, I just don't. And that no, that is a no. privileged position because I have books out. And I recognize that. It's a privileged position. But also, some of my, I mean, I wrote something on New Year's Eve that I don't know that anyone in the world will ever see, and it may be the finest thing I've ever written. Yeah. And, and I wrote a blog post in the quarantine uh, to, that was a letter to teachers about yeah. how, to, how I feel for them in the middle of this. And I haven't written anything that made me cry like that in years. And I just finished a book. And you just knew you had to get it out. Like you had right. to express that. That's right. Thing. That's it was right. burning. It had to come out of your fingers. You just had to start right. taping. Yep. That's right. Um, so I just, it, I think people should be sitting down and writing, whether it's a journal that no one ever sees. And I will yeah. have, I mean, Bob Goff has emailed himself over a million words. Like when he has That's thoughts wild. or ideas, he just shoots himself an email. Mm -hmm. I would imagine I have million plus words in journals that will never go anywhere. Wow. And yeah, I would think so. I would surely think so. I will never count because they're handwritten, but, but I've been but journaling you, for 20 years consistently, yeah. right? Yeah. And those well, won't and go I, anywhere, but there's very private things that are in books for sure. But editors, journal, editors and close friends and my agent all, it passes through a lot of sieves before it gets to the public. Yeah. Yeah, it does. There's good checks and balances with that. I think just just writing. Just mm -hmm. writing is the highest goal. Whether it ever becomes a published thing or a blog or just emailing it to your friends, I think just writers write. And I think there's such a value in remembering just to keep going. It's really not about the brand building piece of it. I get mm -hmm. it, but I do get excited when people write like uh who uh who did I see on Instagram? Oh, propaganda. Who <gasps> Yes. You know, I love oh. I love as a person yep. so much. 
Mm-hmm. I, lo- I love that man. He is so kind. And I love his music, etc. He just signed a book contract, and that's very public. Yes. He put it on Instagram. And you think to yourself, there is something very thrilling about that. Because even though he's a musician who's had all kinds of opportunity to talk about anything he wants in his music, and he's an amazing Red Couch podcast, all kinds of opportunity to talk about a po- anything he wants on a podcast. Yep. It's something about the fact that he's now going to write a book where you feel like, okay, I'm going to get into another level. I'm going to yes. get into a deeper, just core of the onion, apple, whatever. Yes. I get excited about that. Uh, you know, he and his wife, Alma, we ha- were on the pod- on my podcast on That Sounds Fun yes. in February yes. for Couples Month. I mm-hmm. mean, I could not have loved them more. I-, I already loved him. Like, he and I are already pals. But I had never yes. met her before. And I was like, man, this is... I mean, if there is a top three thing I'm looking for in a partner, <laughs> it's a team. It's like a like power team situation. Yes, Not that we have yes. to do the same job. In fact, I don't think we will. But yes. but just this feeling of like, oh, we are a team who is going after stuff. Yes. Prop and Alma have that. You and Bree have that. Um, I have a couple of friends here in Nashville that I think have that uh, feel yeah. of like, oh man, they are not to be reckoned with. And I think that of Prop and Alma. Oh, Alma is, Dr. Alma is unbelievable. Yes, doctor, well done. And she's, and she, in in all ways, she out charms, she out humors, she out intelligences, and she she out like debates for for everything. Yeah. She is just the total package. And so people fall in love with Prop because of course, rappers are the coolest people in the world. Mm -hmm. And then Dr. Alma comes in and it's 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 the best. And she's just a love. I've never met her, but she just seems like the loveliest person and so nice. And then they have this pretty normal, sweet domestic life out in L.A. And you're like, these two are going to take over the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. In fact, I think I'll just go ahead and and rob this from you. I think I'll bring Prop and Alma as my heroes today. I will Prop second has that. also done such an incredible job. I've loved following him on Instagram because he's homeschooling his two daughters He's like an old, I mean, he's a high school teacher. Like he taught high school before he was a full-time artist and rapper. But uh, I love watching him with his daughters and talking about his life before them. And like, I used to do rap battles on the corner of this street and this street. And now now I'm in charge of a float that has water coming out of the unicorn's horn. You know, stuff like that. I think it's so funny. Real life. Oh, the pictures of a birthday party and all the dads standing around outside. Yeah. You're like, like, I am feeling every bit of your life. Can I tell you a very fast prop story that's my favorite? It doesn't have to be fast. Well, uh, okay. So, a Liberate IJM conference. Yeah. Last year, year before. Prop is uh, one of the guest musicians there. I am very excited. SNL, and uh, r- rappers, spoken word artists, those are the, my people that I have no chill with. I had uh-huh, never met Prop uh-huh. in person and really knew that I was going to do everything I could to become friends with him. I was uh-huh, going to uh-huh. lay on the charm hard. So to that end, we're doing live new activist recordings as offshoots as of this big conference. I ask him to be a guest. He graciously agrees. And it's in front of a live audience. So I basically am doing this whole live thing just so that I can interview propaganda live. The whole thing is yeah. that. And my friends at IJM are goofing on me. They're like, are you doing the whole thing just right. so that you can hang out with propaganda? And I'm like, no, 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 no. If you listen to the but new also, activist yeah. episode, well, if you listen to the new activist episode where propaganda is the guest, we just, I just had an inter- 
conversation with Jenny Allen, Blythe Hill from December. I mean, really hard-hitting, incredible conversations. When Prop comes on and we do his episode, I say inadvertently and off the top of my head, Prop, this is all for you. And (gasps) and and I just left it in the show because it was, you know how you say stage things that are kind of like on a mic Uh that you don't I wasn't. And I when he came out, I'm like, this is all for you, man. And I just laughed. Uh but But it absolutely the whole thing was just so that just so I could do it. And my friends have goofed on me pretty hard about and played back that clip to me. They were like, yeah. you did it. You, you did, did a whole you live really thing did it. just so that you could try to hang out with propaganda on stage. You're like, next time, just try to DM him. Do like normal people do. <laughs> just slide just say his hi. DMs. <laughs> yeah, say you're a fan of his music and you want to be real life friends. But nope, I had to create a live podcast. So... <laughs> That's my propaganda story that has not, that propaganda never knew he was just a part of. <laughs> oh, he's he's our hero today. If y'all aren't following prop, let me actually. Do you know off the top of his head is he prop on? I I do because he's he scores all the new activists. So oh prop, yeah, prop hip hop on um on on uh, Twitter and hold on, I'm pulling up my new activist. It's profit pop profit pro. Oh no, yeah, I said prop hit up hip hop. Oh, prop hip hop. Oh yeah. my gosh. Hold on. Hold on. I'll just, oh. here's my notes from how I ended. Can I go back activist. and be the person I wish I was that says prop hip hop? I didn't get that. Uh, oh no. I actually don't. I want that to just stay. Here's like prop a hobby. Like no. So a huge thanks to Propaganda who scored today's episodes. Tour dates, music, merch, etc. can be found at prophiphop.com or on Twitter prop at prop hip hop. Also, he has podcasts you should be listening to. Just head to his Twitter for the latest and thank him for today's music. That's embarrassing. Prop. No, I have followed him for years and I've never known. I thought the first part was like profit, like because it's P R O P H, but it's prop hip hop. I have never, I can't, I can't, I need to move. Oh, hey, hey, so check him out at Profit (laughs) Hoppy or whatever you profit hip hoppy. Propafi. Profit Pahop. Oh, well, gosh. I mean, people think my Twitter name, which is Edward or Eddie, uh-huh. I have been asked many times, who's Eduardo Reddy? Oh. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, first of all, I want to goof on you, but it's oh. it's either super smart or the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but I think it's... Eduardo Reddy. Well, I just did yeah. it with Prop Hip Hop. My gosh. So you thought it was Profit... I have no idea what I thought it was. I've never said it out loud. I don't know what I said when he was on the show. Maybe I just said, go follow him on Instagram and Twitter. That's, that's kind of what I normally say. Wow. Ooh, okay. Can I, can I bring an IJM hero? Wow. You're welcome. That was. (laughs) We did 23 minutes of serious and seven minutes of propaganda and Dr. Alma. And I'm going to tell you, honestly, this whole quarantine thing, it's all for you, Prop. It really Yeah, this has be all been all for you to try to get to this actually, episode where we talked about you. Because I am just oh. still really into you. Okay. Hey, uh, today's IJM, IJM Hero is unlike any we've shared before. And I think mm. you are going to really like it. If you don't know, IJM is a global nonprofit working to end slavery and violence against people experiencing poverty. And we have been sharing stories of their work for the last six weeks or so. And today, we're going to hear the story of two incredibly generous people named Emma and Tyler Locklear. This is our IJM heroes. They're kids from Oklahoma who sent in a donation to IJM totaling $32.50, okay. which is so sweet. Those kid donations make me want to cry. Mm-hmm. And $32.50 mm-hmm. is that, you know, they counted it. They had to have counted it. 
Yep. The little kids are sitting there counting. Cor- oh, that's too much. Keep going. Sorry. So their parents learned about the work of IJM and were like talking to the kids about people in need. So Emma and Tyler made bookmarks. They painted okay. rocks. They oh. decorated wooden signs. And they sold their creations at a craft fair telling people this will go to IJM. And so while bookmarks and painted rocks and decorated signs may seem small, their commitment to help others is so powerful. They raised $32.50. I think that's so sweet. What little heroes. Well, and the thing that, that, well, what that means for them as children, as parents, but also to an organization, clearly that, that story made its way from kids writing 3250 on an envelope to yeah. you talking about it in a podcast. Yes. It, it echoes through us and it That's is really so sweet. deeply grateful for it. I love, I love that yeah. stuff. So if you want to join Emma and Tyler in the fight to end slavery, just take a moment now and head to IJM.org slash be a hero and become a freedom partner by signing up to give a monthly donation. Freedom partners make it possible for IJM to show up for kids and families in slavery around the world. For those of you who listen to the show and have become Freedom Partners, which is a lot of you, (laughs) thank Mm -hmm. you so much for joining IJM in the fight. Your gifts are literally saving lives, literally. Um, For those of you who haven't become Freedom Partners but are thinking you want to, that website again is IJM.org slash be a hero. Emma and Tyler, we salute you. And heard from our Canadian team yesterday. I heard from our our IJM Canada team that a bunch of people in Canada have been signing up. So. Just thank you. Canada, you showing up, Canada. Canada always shows up. I love Canada. I have such jealousy over Canada. Mm. That a person gets to live in Vancouver as part yeah. of their actual life is, it's actual, like, not good jealousy. It's un, it's like unkind. It's too much? It's not fair. They shouldn't get to. Okay. okay. They can live in other cool places. Go ahead, live in San Diego, fine, Seattle. But don't you don't get to live in Vancouver. It's too perfect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know why I feel like that, but maybe that's I don't either. I've never, I've actually never day. been to Vancouver. You have. I really want to go to Banff. I've heard it's beautiful. Oh, Lake Louise. Have you heard of this? I think we've actually done this on the show. <laughs> have we? Oh my gosh! It happened. We've done this in our lives. We've done this in our lives. We've done this. We in our just lives. ran out, and now we're looping back. Yeah, we looped we back just around. Started so over. that may be a cue for us for today. How do you feel about this quarantine? Crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to keep talking tomorrow? It would be, I would honestly be a privilege. So, yes. Okay. All right, friends, go wash your hands and we'll see you back here tomorrow. You thought I was going to make a joke, didn't you? But I just said yes. I didn't have it in me. I just want to talk. Okay, bye.